Blog Talk Radio. Another episode of From the Street to the Pulpit. I am your host and number one, Mr. Quick, uh, with my panel who will be joining us soon. Who am I who you think I am? The issue I believe that we face is identity, true identity. We were raised, uh, or maybe before, that our parents, grandparents, or whoever spoke over us, and then life experiences take place. Now that angel has turned into uh, a sinister, if you will. 
now no one recognizes you because you're not as they remember you. And no one wants to be around you because the things that you were, the things that you have going on or involved in, people are afraid to kind of walk on that side of the street. So I ask, who am I? Am I who you thought I'd be? Or am I who you think I am? So without further ado, let's get right to it. Good evening. Good evening. So we're going to talk about am I who you think I am? I know, you know, growing up a certain way, you know, um, you know, you're, 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 you're innocent, if you will, but then life takes place and you're not as innocent as everyone uh, would have hoped or liked for you to stay, if you will. So I guess the, the, the issue is identity now, is it? Or is it you not living up to other people's expectations or should they have expectations over you? Uh, is it is it fair to even have expectations of OP over my life? <clears throat> I can I guess okay. How would I have expectations over your life? See what I'm saying? Only you can live your life. Only you right. can be either happy or or not with how your life turns out. So how can I place my expectations on your life? Like, who am I to say that, oh, well, you want to be a car salesman? Mm-mm. No, not good enough. You need to be a teacher. You need to be helping people. You don't need to be, you know, ripping people off or, you know, you know what I mean? So right. how can I place my expectations of who I think you are or what I think you should be, like, over your life? That's not that's not fair to you, is it? No, I, I, I don't think so. Um, but, you know, life is being spoken into us, you know, while we're in the womb or, you know, upon entry to this earth. And everybody already have expectations, you know. Uh, yeah, well, the Bible says speak life. So, you know, during during pregnancy, <clears throat> you know, the, the Bible says speak life. So, of course, we are, um, you know, speaking life into our into our children. You know, we're we're singing, we're we're praising, we're, you know, um, before they even come into this world, we're. You know, telling them how great they are and how, you know, it's it's going to be, you know, how life is going to be, <clears throat> or how we would like life to be when they get here and, you know, things we're going to do and so many um, life lessons to learn. So, yeah, we're talking in the womb about all that stuff. Um, that's great. But um, there are some things that we are not, you know, saying, like, you know, we're speaking life, but we're not telling them, oh, you're going to be a ball player, you know, or or you're going to, you know, you're going to be a, a, a preacher, a pastor. You're going to, you know, you're going to be 
you know, uh, uh, what do you call it, a musician or an artist, you know, we're not, we, I, I don't, I think it's unfair for us to determine their path because I think that God does that for us. Right. So he gives us the he gives us the ability to <clears throat> not even to give life to deliver life. Um, truth be told, because it, it's his breath that's blown into the body. You know, um, it's his breath that's blown in, that is in us. So, you know, he gives us the ability to you know create and and deliver life, but. Um, it's it's not not fair for us to place expectations on each other or our children um, based on who we think they should be. I agree. I think that's where where the issue really really comes. When it comes, uh, granted, our our parents, grandparents want to want us to have a better life, want us to be better than them. I I, I get that, but you're you're not taking into consideration life. Sometimes you know, life makes you callous, makes you jaded about certain situations or issues, or you know, you get around the wrong certain people and and now you you're not swinging back well you're swinging back but not to get the ball out of the park if you will you know what I mean like now you're you're in the streets you're doing what it takes to survive in the streets so okay. that's, that's the part that no one that no one Remembers, and then you know. Now you're upset at me because I'm not living up to your expectations of who you think I should be. But I'm exactly who I am. Mhm. I think the unfortunate part is is that um, society plays a, a huge role in that, right? Because we we spend a lot of time trying to. Um, fit in the box that society has given us. So, and I say that to say we spend a lot of time trying to fit in the box and we spend a lot of time trying not to be stereotyped Um, and trying to teach our children how to live and act so that they're not stereotyped because as adults, we all know, you know, where that where that ends up, um, unfortunately. So I think society plays a huge role in the expectations that we put on one another, especially when you look at parents on children or, you know, especially some family members. You know, you have a younger brother or a younger sister um, that, you you know you've lived life a little bit more, and so you try to encourage um, certain behavior and discourage other behaviors, so that you know we fit into this box that society has created for us. The problem is, is that God never made us to fit into a box. 
Right. If he that's, made us in a, his image, you know, he, he didn't like fit into a box. Yeah. So, so, you know, we spend all this time trying to box ourselves in and limit our abilities. We limit our abilities. We limit our knowledge. We limit our, our um, what's the word, our, <clears throat> our blessings. Um, we, we limit, There's a lot that we limit. Yeah, we limit ourselves um, because society looks at us and says, "You're a woman. You can't be a CEO." And so, what happens is, guess what? Because my mom had, and I'm not saying that this happened, but because my mom was told that she was a woman and she couldn't be a CEO, guess what she's doing to her child, her daughter? Telling them you know, they she's can't raising be. her. Right, right. And so we, we inadvertently place our experiences um, on our children and our limitations on our children or people around us simply because um, of the way society is. So I think for me the question is more of, so what? If you look at me, you think I'm a stereotype. Right. Now you so get what? me wrong. I'm gonna be a whole bunch of stereotypes, but right. So what? To your point. So what? Yeah. So what? So what? You look at me and I have I have dreads. Okay. Guess what? I can still put on a suit. I can still sit in the boardroom. You know what I mean? So so mm-hmm. what? I can still run my company. You know what I mean? I'm saying so so what? You look at me and and I have red hair. What does that mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, like my red hair is a physical characteristic. It's it's not uh, actual. You know, it's not who I am. It doesn't define me. I just happen to like red hair or blonde or whatever color I choose for this moment. But, but, but why do you look at me and automatically assume that I'm something I'm not, or vice versa? Why do you look at me and assume that because I have on a belt and my my pants pulled up on my butt, why you look at me and assume I'm not a gangster? Right. Maybe I'm a gangster and I don't like to wear my pants that way. You see what I'm saying? So it's kind of like who who are the stereotypes protecting? Are the stereotypes stereotypes protecting the people who are afraid, who are in fear? Or does it protect the ones who know and understand that they weren't made to fit in a box? They were made to stand out and be great and do great things. Like who who does the stereotype protect? That's a very good question. And and maybe the stereotype is is so that you can get an understanding in your mind. You know what I mean? It's your stereotype doesn't hurt me. Nor does it help me because I'm I am an individual, and I think that's the part that 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 we're, we forget and that everyone else has forgotten is that you should deal with people on the individual by individual. Basis. Yeah, in a perfect world, but guess what happens? You know, we we don't get that opportunity. Like I walk out of here. You know, and um, if I have my kids and I don't have my husband or 
if somebody doesn't see my my ring finger, you know, they, they, they're they looking. Oh, she got three kids. Is she mad? You know what I'm saying? So, so they're automatically trying to figure out which category I fall into rather than looking at me and saying she's a mom. You're trying to figure out all this other stuff that has absolutely nothing to do with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. that you can figure out which category I'm in. And then if you if you put me in a category and then you speak to me and I speak back because I'm articulate, then you assume, okay, so she speaks very well, so she 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 not from the hood. Well, yes. I was. That's where I come from. Probably not as hood as my husband get, but that's, you know, like that's where I grew up. You know what I'm saying? So why do we, why do we do that? Like as a people, why do we do that? Why are we comfortable with looking and sizing somebody up rather than opening our mouth and speaking? Why are we, you see what I'm saying? Could like, that be a, who, could, you think that could be a fear factor? Well, that's what I was going to ask. Who who are you afraid of? Right. You know, are are you afraid of me because, um, you know, I don't know because I'm tall, or are you afraid of me because I got broad shoulders and you don't? You know, so you want to size me up and you want to try to make me fit into a box or a category just to just to make yourself feel more comfortable around me. Why? If you know I'm from the hood, and and I I grew up eating beanies and weenies, you know, is that gonna make you feel better to be around me because you think that you have a better life? Like I I guess I guess what I'm searching for is is you know again, who do you who do you need me to be in order to be who you are? Because I think that's what it boils down to. In order for me to be who I am, I need you to be some something else because I can't compete, or I feel like I can't compete with who you really oh, inadequate. are. Inadequate, inadequate in this yeah. position. So, yeah, so yeah, maybe I don't know. I mean, I think that that could be part of the problem. Is you know self inadequacies. You need to know, define who I am. In order to figure so out who you are. In order to figure out who you are. Why do you got to factor me in to figure out who you are? Who you are. Like, yeah, why do I matter to you? That much. Why do I matter so much that, that you know, you have to, you know, sit and then, you know, again, size me up or, or figure out where I come from or who I am. To you know, to be comfortable in your own skin. So you know, you see me get in the elevator, and you clutch your bag. Are you are you more comfortable thinking I'm a, I'm a steal from you? Oh shit, maybe you the one. The, the real person it. that you want to be is that who you are? Are you a person who lives in fear of being robbed? Or... Maybe you the one doing the robbing. What could it be? 
it ain't me. You 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 worried about me robbing you, but you done did a lot of stealing and un, and dishonest things yourself to where you're afraid it's about to come back on you. I think that's yeah. that's that, that's the thing. So you see me coming here and I don't look like you, it automatically must be me. Because oh, people they, are like, yeah, they, they right. like I'm the problem. I'm the problem. I'm the problem. You know, and I think even even not even just for strangers, you know, you think about the people that you know and how people, you know, put unrealistic or not even unrealistic. I just say they put expectations, expectations on your life, you know, like, well, I thought you would have done this, that and the third. I never thought you would do this. Well, it's I don't live my life according to what you think I should do. I live my life according to one, how God leads me, my spirit leads me, and and two, I make the best decisions for myself and my family, not based on, you know, well, when you was a little girl, I never thought you would do this. Okay, well, that's, that's not my problem. You know, that that's your problem because you never thought outside of that box. Right. Because you couldn't, you know. Happen. But but why do you want to limit me? Like why why am I the one who, you know, why why are you limiting me? Why are you not, you know, I don't know, making that applicable to yourself? I guess. I think we gotta. When Pastor some time ago was was talking about um, making a move, and and he was he was saying how his mom kind of I think she said something along the line of you know they don't ride in elevators because you know God wanted them to be up there. Some something funny he said. Yeah, something about yeah I remember we were talking about and that. It was, it was about growth. And so right, right. In, this, in this situation here, it's almost the same thing. You know, you only can speak to the the limit, the level of your knowledge or your experience. So in order to protect me, you're not going to uh, really let me go down that back road because over there, you know, that's where the thugs and 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 game bangers and drug dealers hang out at. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, you spent time back there yourself. That's how you know that you don't That's want me to go back there. That's right, how they know right. what's back there. But you know what? I can I can actually dig that though. You know, like I understand that. It's like all right. You know, like, all right, baby, you don't want to walk down that down that aisle right there. Because I'm going to tell you, as soon as you get back down in that alley, it gets dark and the freaks come out. You know, I know because I've been down there before. Okay, cool. Cool. I understand that. But then when you look at, <clears throat> you know, say, for instance, um, just, just from a personal experience, you know, like my move to Georgia. Okay. So... You know, and even when you move, you know, having those conversations with 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 the people close to you, how much how much fight did you get? Like, how? You know what I'm saying? Like, how much pushback did you get? Like, what? Yeah, they still fight. What? No. 
you know, and, and, then, and then the thing is, is that at first, you know, it, it was funny because, like, at first when I had a conversation, especially like with my dad, it was like, well, that's good, you know, because the same God that take care of you here, that's your promised land, you know, he's going to take care of you there. And it was, it was all positive. And then something happened. Maybe it was a life experience that came up or, you know, another conversation with her. It was like, well, you know, ain't no family down there. You ain't got this. You ain't got that. And too late. You know, shoot, we, um, it's already done. You know, this, this move going to be made. So it was kind of one of those things where now you, you're placing your limitations on me. You know, and these, this is growth. So you, you're trying to, God is trying to move me out of the box. You're trying to keep me in the box. And so I think that when we're, like when we're talking about tonight is, is, who do you really think I am? Or right. who is it that you think I should be? Right. Do you think right. I should be this person because you are this person? Or do you think I should be this person because that's not who you are and you're trying to, like, now live vicariously through me? So so who is it that you think I should be and and why? Like, why do oh, I maybe, have to be that person? Don't forget, don't forget the other part. Please don't leave out the fear, right? You see me, you you got to put me in this category in order to have a reason to fear me. Right. You know well, what I mean? Well, not even, not to, only to, that. To, make, to, make, to make the difference. Remember, like the lady in the elevator. You know what I mean? I may have on my suit. I may have, but because my the hue of my skin is not a, the same as yours, you, you need a reason to clutch your purse. You know what I mean? You need a reason. So, okay, the, the, the black Are guy walks in. Are you clutching your purse because... Right, right. You afraid of me? Or are you clutching your purse because you done robbed somebody before and you think I'm the one who's going who to come back around and get you? I'm, you I'm, think I'm, I'm your, your car. Yeah. Yeah, I can dig it, though. I can dig it. But, okay, so let's so let's look at it from, from another perspective. You know, like, so the, the, the movie, Loose. You know, the kid grew up, you know, was in a, was adopted from what they considered to be a war zone at 10 years old, so he had lived and seen some evil things. And the, the, the adopted parents put him through, you know, do all this therapy and stuff, trying to make sure that what he'd been through, he he gets past. Okay, or not not necessarily trying to make sure that he knows how to tame his inner beast, I, I, I should say. Um, but they, they're trying to make sure that he suppresses that inner beast so that it never comes to surface, so that people look at him and they never see or never know. The stars. Right, right. So think about the pressure that it put on him. It's like, wait a minute, you know, I'm... I'm I can only be a saint or a monster. You know, it, how is that fair for me? You look at me and you see who you want me to be. You don't see me for who I am. So think about the person who is actually in that position and the weight that they're carrying on. Like you, you're telling me I can't, like, what's the movie? This Christmas. Like uh, Chris Brown was in it and his brother his dad left to, to pursue his music career. His brother pursued music, and all he wanted to do was sing. But the mama looked at him 
and saw her sweet baby, not a musician. You see what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. kind of like you look at me and all you see what you want to see, but I'm a singer. All I want to do is sing, and I'm good at it, you know? So it's kind of like one of those things, like, yeah, I'm, you look at me and you see this straight-A student athlete, you know, on the top of my game all the time, but inside I'm screaming because of what I've been through, and you won't mm-hmm. let me live my truth. That's the part that, that we forget, you know, when we we smother or dwarfing someone else in order to put them in that box, you know what I mean? In order to put them in the box that, and that's unrealistic. It's an unrealistic box. But the fact of the matter is that it, it exists. You know, and it's unrealistic for us because we know what we've been through. We know our story, and we know, you know, what we've overcome. And the truth be told, sometimes you just want to scream and let it out. Be like, you know what? I I did have a problem with with drinking, you know, but God. You know what I mean? Because it's a part of the testimony. That's a a part of your growth, being able to stand up and shout from the mountaintop what it is you've been through and what you've overcome and, and how you've overcome it because, you know, it's about paying it forward. But when you make me suppress my demons, you make me suppress my truth. And if I can't, you know, if I can't scream when I'm frustrated, you know, with without you being mad or worried if I got to go back to counseling again, you know, like you're 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 making me um, conform. And I shouldn't have to. No. So in that in that this this movie, you know, this 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 kid. Well, okay. Well, about the therapy, about counseling. You know, I think when you go to counseling. Because of of things like that, it it don't it doesn't erase from your mind. It just no. Yeah. It just helps you mask it or deal with it or suppress it even from being you know with you currently. But once again, it's still there. That monster's still there. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's just one of those, you know, you, I don't need therapy to suppress who I am. I need therapy so that I can understand who I am and be the best version of who I am. And I need therapy because of the simple fact that the one day that those thoughts of violence cross my mind, I need to know how to handle that and how to operate within those boundaries so that I don't end up hurting somebody else or hurting myself. That's why I need therapy. I don't need therapy to sit up there and dig a hole and bury it. I need therapy so I know when to put it out, you know, like 
when to when to put it out when it comes. Yeah. Or yeah, how to put true. it out when it comes. You know, because it's just a matter of time. You know, you watch it. And, I mean, he he just blew up. He had just had a nest because here he is, not even knowing who he is. Um, but but you're holding me to such this this high standard, and you're telling all these other kids to be like me. But wait a minute, I, I haven't even processed my right. life yet. Right. You know, you're making me stand out, and I, I haven't even figured out where I need to be standing. I haven't even figured out but how to stand out. you want me to stand out because you need me to stand out. And, like, even the husband has said something about it being, you know, political. You know, how, you know, the adopting, adoption was cool, but I didn't, you know, like, like this wasn't, this was supposed to be our family, not this political statement. Right. Which again goes back to what's your motive? What's your motivation? What is your motivation for putting me in a box? What is your motivation for making me um either a statistic or not? What is your motivation? What are you getting out of it? Or or, you know, is is fear your motivation? Is you know is um, what do you call it? Status your motivation? You know, you want people to see me and see me as this perfect individual, so that they can like understand or try and understand like who you are, where I come from. Especially when it comes to, you know, the saying the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So if they look at me and they see good in me, you you think that. You're trying to get somebody to see good in you. You know what I mean? So, like, what's what's your motivation for putting me in a box? So, so with that, you know, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. It might roll down the hill, but that's still fell next to that tree. In that regard, you definitely got to, to be mindful that even though I do what I do, doesn't necessarily mean that it's a reflection of my parents. Uh, because, sure. because we are, uh, I learned just as much away from them as I did with them. With them, yeah, you're probably, probably more because you have to think. You you left home at seventeen. You right. Know what I mean. Right. So, so when you've been out of the house for for, for twenty three years, you know, I'm not trying to tell nobody's age, but like, okay, I've been gone on my own, living my life longer than I've been there, and even still, check this out. They don't even know everything you went through. They don't. They have no idea what you've gone through. So how? Are they able to say, well, I never thought you'd do that. How do you know what I would do when you don't know my story? And you're not even trying to sit up here and listen to it because of of what? Oh, no, I ain't going to try to sit up and listen to it because it don't don't make sense to me. You know, I... Right, right. But my life don't have to make sense to you, does it? I mean, just being real... No, it don't. It don't. 
Not at all. But in order for me, it has to make sense in order for me to get an understanding because I either want to be able to, to cheer you on, talk about you, or tell you down. And I can do that if I got to understand that. But but you know what? I think, you know, it's it's, it's that con- control aspect maybe. You know, it's Definitely. like sometimes cheering me on or tearing me down, like all that ain't even necessary. Sometimes I just need you to be here. I don't need you to say nothing. I don't need you to do nothing. I don't need you to lift a finger. I just need you to be here, which means sometimes when I when I call, I just may need you to pick up the phone and say hello. Hey, Mama, how you doing? Good. All right, I just want to hear your voice. I'll call you later. All right, love you. How come How come it can't be that? How come it, it can't be as clean as that? It has to Ooh. be. You know, like when you calling me, well, I'm your mama, so I gotta dig in. I gotta get your business, cause now, you know, if you got problems, I gotta fix it. Or you know, if you'd have messed up my name, you know, I gotta go out here. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, like how come you can't just be there? You know, why you always right. gotta be doing something or trying to do something? Um, and it's not necessarily even about that. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, but, I believe as parents, they hold themselves like it's a personal issue if their kids don't look good in the eyes of everybody else. Like, you know, like image. It's about that image more than it's about anything else. That is true. That is true. But see, here's the thing. <laughs> you you know why? <coughs> excuse me. Like why I gotta make you look good? Cause you had me when you were seventeen. You don't want people to talk about how young you was when you had me. Why I gotta make you look good? Because you know because your marriage didn't work out. You know what I'm saying? Because you chose you know your job over me. Why Why do I have to make you look good? Is it because you made yourself look so bad that don't nobody trust or believe in you anymore? So you got to oh, wow. use me to get your name back? Wow, yeah. yeah that's, that sounds like it could be. No, yeah, let's just be real. Like, like, well, like now, no, that's you know, like you could, it could be a number of those things. Could be a number of those things. Yeah, could. could be. Absolutely. Could be. So, so you made you mentioned a lot of a lot of possibilities, but I know the one that just stood out to me, you know, was the question the question of why is it my job to make you look good? Yeah. Why is it my job to to make you understand who I am or what I've been through? Come on, exactly. Now you're getting somewhere. Now you're getting somewhere. And let me tell you tell you why. Because I had this conversation a while ago, years ago as a matter of fact, with with one of my parents and the um 
and and we're talking about you know childhood and somehow it was an argument of course but anyhow the comment came up and said you don't know what I've been through that's what was said to me so I get quiet because I'm some you know some thirty thirty some years old. And and my first thought is, is whatever it is you've been through doesn't matter to me. Yeah, that's fair. Why should what you've gone through, like, why does that matter to me and how I'm living my life today and the decisions that I'm making for myself today has absolutely nothing to do with what you went through. Right. What you've gone through is your story. Because the the fact of the matter is, you don't know what I've been through. Why? Because uh-huh. you wasn't there. While you was off going through whatever it was you was going through, guess where I was? Going through what I was going through. So if you want to sit and have that battle about I don't know your story, shit, you don't know mine either. Right, right. Yeah, you may be my parent, but you don't know my story. And the sad thing is, is you so wrapped up in your own that you don't even have time to sit up here and listen to mine mm-hmm. or even try to understand mine to understand why I am who I am. Who I because am. Because part of that, right, part of that is your problem. Part of that is your fault. You see what I mean? Because you, you, you weren't there. So... It's kind of one of those things where, you know, okay, but, but you know, in conversation, you know, that, that would be disrespectful, you know, if you say that. Well, shit, I don't know what you've been through, but it don't matter now. You know, I'm not right, here to make you look it. good. I'm not here to right. pay for what you've been through. Right. What you've been through is on you. It's not on me. Right. But you making me pay for it. Or you trying to make me clean it up? Uh, all of it. And it has nothing to do with me. Right. And I think that's the part that, that we forget, right? So once you once you turn, you know, 12 or 13, you know, now it, it's on you. Your, 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 what that's makes what you look good or bad is, is on you. It has absolutely exactly. nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? Exactly. I, I, That's what the Bible says. All I can do you, at this point is advise you, counsel you, or kind of make sure you stay in bounds up until, you know, or stay on, your wheel, on two wheels up until I can take the training wheels off. You know what I mean? Like, that's about it. That's the only thing I can do That's after it. That. Now, before then, everything you do, I got I to gotta answer for. It makes me look bad. As a parent, you walking around here unfed. I look bad. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? You now, walking you, around you here in 20-degree weather and it's cold outside. I look bad like on. I ain't bought you no jacket. Right, right. You look unkept. That's, that makes me look bad. But once you at a certain age, it's Right, problem. right. Nah, right. You, but and see, I, and I, don't, problem. I, I, don't, I don't believe that I'm, I'm ever going to be be accountable for your your image. You you did all this, and yeah. and then and then and then, by the way, you try to to throw it up in my face and give me a bill of how much. Come on, man. 
I owe you. Of how much I owe you. For, for, for being, for doing what parents are supposed to do. Right. Here's your bill. You need to go ahead and buy me that house. No, I don't need to go ahead and do nothing. You need to have that talk with God. Shit, the truth be told, if you were trying to collect, you, uh, having having me was the wrong way to do it. Right. That was the wrong investment, right? I'm not the one that owe you. You know, we had that but conversation I, a couple I believe, weeks ago. I believe that. I believe that you owe it to yourself, you know, to to always continue to better yourself, all the way up until until you essentially until you leave this world, right? It's 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 as plain and simple as this right here. You don't, my children, don't owe me anything. Um, get up, cook breakfast, make lunches, get everybody to school, and I'm gonna do it for as long as I have to do it, even until they get into you know senior year or until they start driving and they're able to do it themselves. And, and when it's all said and done, when they leave and get their own house and get their own family, they don't owe me nothing. Like they don't have to fit into the box. Of course, you know, like now, of course, you know, when when Michael was younger, what did we say? That's our dad's man right there. That's our actor. He he gonna make his money on the screen, you know, because yeah. he he had that. But it's it that's not what it is he wants to do. See, so so why are we gonna push? Be like, well, you need to be doing this. And you know, just like the conversation we had a couple of weeks ago with those. Um, Olympic, you know, Olympic the gymnasts being, you know, molested as children and stuff. Like, were they in that position because they were they were um, somebody else's dream? They they were working, you know, pursuing somebody else's dream. Yeah, vision. Well, when I was a girl, I did this, and you need to do this because this is, you know. This is our family name. We're gymnasts. So, oh, it, it, that that kind of that kind of bothered me, you know, because once again, you you spoke in life, but you've also given this kid a, a ceiling. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Based on based on your limitations, right? Yeah, that's how it is. But speaking life is not about that. Speaking life is not about putting me in a box or putting a ceiling over my head. Speaking life is about speaking life. And 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 I mean, in every way, and meaning it in every way possible, in in abundance and prosperity and love, you know, life and richness and wealth and health and you know finances and you know uh, exposure and knowledge and growth. That's life. 
Right. If you want to pray life over me, pray that over me. Don't 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 sit up there and pray. Oh, was well, she good in math? So we this is my accountant here. Nah, you want to speak life? Shit, speak life. I may be good with numbers, but you know. That that may also mean I can you know do, do some dirt if I'm good with numbers, right? Yeah, yeah. The accountants go to jail too, don't they? Yeah, they do. <laughs> I'm just yeah, saying. So you want to speak life over me? Speak, speak it in abundance and love. You know all the ways that that God said that life is. <clears throat> I was wondering why my son was down here. So, go ahead. No, I was just 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 curious about about the you know uh once again speaking speaking life you know we we maybe some people don't know what what speaking life is you know don't speak life. Of me in this, so you, I can get your house. You know what I mean? Like, speak life. Right. Right. You know, and that's crazy because when our oldest was younger, and I used to take him to the sitter that, you know. That was that was watching him. He couldn't walk, he couldn't talk. He was just a baby, but you know it was all, always one of those things. Where, all right, you know I gotta gotta drop off the baby. And I gotta get to work, and you know it was you know Lord's attention, mind and soul, you know physical being, heart, you know just just praying, you know life. You know what I mean. So it wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't one of those, oh, Lord, just keep him clean and no, you know, protect his whole being, his spirit, you know, everything. Because even in these 10 hours that I'm about to go pull, you know, I realized that someone else can walk in the door and say, oh, you know, he. He was like, like he gonna be locked up before he turned sixteen, seventeen. He was like a little hustler, little boy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because that's all it takes. I tell you, the God's honest truth that happened to my brother because of some of the ways getting to bed. Come on, come on. Because of you know some of the things that he that was happening when he was being brought up, he was like, that boy gonna be in jail before he turned seventeen. And lo and behold, before he could get to his eighteenth birthday, locked up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. it's yeah. kind of one of those things where um, somebody else spoke that over him. And that's what happened. But guess what? Somebody wasn't speaking enough life in him so that he would overcome that. Right, that's how right. important it is. 
You know, that's how important it is. It's important that that we speak life because for those and even you, you can say And the difference is and the difference is somebody spoke enough life over you so that you could come back whatever those other folks say. Really? You scream my grapes? You gotta You gotta definitely uh you definitely gotta you gotta have, you know, somebody who constantly over you you know, or believing in praying and, and and you know, affirming and reaffirming who you are, who you who you're gonna be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, not who not who they want you to be. Not who they hope you to be, but it's whoever you are and it's like go, be great. I don't care what you decide to do. You can build houses, you can sell houses, shit, you can tear them down, but be great at it. You're right. You know, like whatever it is you decide to do, like we talked about last week, give it, give it, give it everything you got. You know, but but know that and know how to cover yourself in prayer. You know, know that you don't have to conform to anyone else's thoughts or image of who you are or who you're supposed to be. Know that. All right, go get in there. Right, right. Love you. Or or even that idea. Right, you're nobody's idea You're right. our son Go and be just that You know You don't have to be anything more That's the part that You know I, I'm, I'm I'm so busy Wanting you to be great But once again, and this is my issue You want me to be to your level of greatness What you is great. You know what I mean? If you if you was raised, you know, in an impoverished area, I want you to be that drug dealer. Okay. Go. I'm coming. Go ahead, Mom. I'm with you. Husband? Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm watching you gotta carry it for a second. Um, go ahead and continue talking. Um, watching. No, no, I'm just saying, you know, when, when people speak great, you know, it's only to their to their idea or level of greatness or what they're exposed to. You know, it may be great as that that the guy with the fancy car. Or the or the old car that's fixed up, you know, with the big rims and the loud music, with the big chain, that may be all they know is great. You know what I mean? They may not know that that grand that granddaddy what granddaddy did was great. You, you know what I mean? That's 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 the issue yeah. that 
I see that I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So let me be my great. Don't let me be their great or what you think I'm great, but let me be the greatest me that I can be. Exactly. And again, it's, it's like whatever that is, you know, builder, seller, destroyer, you know, like, like go be great. And whatever it is, you are going to be great at. You know, you don't need me to tell you what you're going to be or what you're going to do with your life other than, you know, follow follow God's path that he paid for you and and give it all you got. Right. I've, I've done my part in, in getting you here and, and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. I'll say as a parent, I've done my part. Right, you know, we got you here. We, you know, we, we delivered you. You know, grew you and did all that good stuff. Raised you, but now, you know, go out in, in the world and, you know, these these stereotypes that's out there. You know what? Overcome that. You want to, and dreads are not for everybody. Cool, but guess what? Whatever haircut. You want to wear, wear, because that doesn't define who you are. It becomes a part. It's a physical characteristic. It becomes a part of you, but it doesn't define who you are, because you spent the last, you know, fifteen years building and defining who you are. That your clothes doesn't make you. Your haircut doesn't make you. You know what I'm saying? So don't don't feel like or don't think that you are a statistic or you are um, one of those stereotypes that people or you you don't feel like you're labeled. Period. Don't don't. You know, don't think that you fall into a label or some sort of category because of the choices that you make. Because as far as, far as when it comes to your physical appearance or whatever it is you decide to do, um, don't allow anyone else to put you in a box. If you are in a box, then make sure that you're comfortable in your box. So, you know, if you're good at soccer, and, you know, like football isn't your thing, but soccer is, then you can stay in your box with soccer. That's cool. But don't let nobody else put you there. Don't let nobody tell you you can't play football, especially if you want to try it. I'm just using sports because that's the first thing that comes to my mind. Um, but, you know, don't tell, don't, don't let nobody say, you know, for intellect, you know, don't let nobody say that you're not smart enough to debate because you don't speak loud. The tone or the pitch of your voice doesn't have anything to do with debating. Debating is about knowledge and research. It's knowing the subject matter. Right, and being able to articulate where, you know, where you stand or argue your point 
it, it has nothing to do with the tone of your voice just because you got a deep voice and or they say my my voice is too deep. No, nah, that ain't got nothing to do with it. You know, you short, you can still play ball. It's all about skill. Just because you got upset that my voice is deep and sound good on the mic, don't take it out on me. Exactly. That's my gift. You know, so it's 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 one of those things where I think that that um and and honestly, you know, when we you know, just tying it into a couple other subjects, you know, we talked about depression, especially depression among men and among children. Um I mean, in general, we would talk about it, but specifically when you get to men and children, you you think about the the depression, like all of the weight that you carry as a man, as a black man, and all of the weight that we put on our children, putting them in this box because we have our expectations of them instead of getting to know them. Like, you know, and having conversations with our son, and I'll just be asking questions because, like, I... It's it's kind of weird because where I used to know your favorite food or I used to know what your favorite color was, everything about you is changing. And so when we have a conversation, I think it was about a subject. Uh, We were talking about a teacher, a student teacher in the class. And, you know, I'm asking him questions just trying to get his perspective. And he thought, you know, he was in trouble. And I was like, you're not in trouble. I mean, you know, if you, you know, you went to the teacher and you told the teacher that you can't follow the way he teaches, like, why am I going to be mad at that? I'm just trying to figure out who you are. And the only way I can figure out who you are is ask you questions to kind of better understand what your perspective are on different subjects or what your perspective is on different subjects. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like one of those things where, you know, where we spend, as parents, we spend most of our time teaching him about him. Now that he's having different life experiences, you know, we have to learn or let him teach us about him. You see what I mean? And I think that's the part that... um, I think that's the part that that sometimes we miss as people. You know, it's like, well, you know, even when you go home, well, you used to love my, you know, collard greens. Fried chicken or whatever, well, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, now I don't eat pork. Well, you know, it's kind of one of those things where, yeah, I ate it as a kid because you fed me as a kid. You know, but when I came on a, became an adult, I stopped eating them, either because I didn't know how to cook them or because I didn't like certain flavor or I didn't like the pork or whatever the case may be. So it's kind of like instead of them taking the time to get to know us and what we like now, it's like, well, oh, well. I think that's the issue our knowledge. Other people's knowledge of us don't evolve with our maturation. We evolve as people, but your knowledge of me uh, or about me don't evolve. You know what I mean? Like, you keep me limited to when you knew me. And that's not mm-hmm. fair, and it's going to be an injustice, you know? Right. And and then it's making me look some kind of way when I say, you know, what? Well, no, thank you. I don't, I don't need you to cook dinner. I, you know, 
because it's one of those, <laughs> you know, if you say, well, I don't want to eat here, you know, it's going, it, feelings are going to get involved. Not under, It's not going to be understanding well, and not even knowing, you know, whether there's a medical issue that exists or not. You could be diabetic, and all they now, got on the table but, is cakes and pies. But not there. Not not as a kid, I wasn't diabetic, but I could be now. Exactly, exactly. But then you just may not have disclosed that information to them yet, you know. So it's like, well, I made your favorite cake. You know, you used to love coconut cake. You're not even touching that. Well, you know, no, thank you. I'm, I'm good. You're trying to keep your business your business. And they they thinking you acting funny. Well, you you see it. I don't know why you. I guess you're too good to eat my cake. But that's not the case. No, you know. No, you don't got up there. I got the girl that got you up there. You done, you know, forgot home. You forgot how you know it used to be. No, right, but it can't be the fact that you got that sugar. It can't be that. Or or it can't be the fact that I'm just choosing to live healthy. Like, why you just can't right. respect my choice? Respect my difference. Right. 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 Exactly. And I think that that's what's important. You know, we, we can't, you know, I, I mean, for as great as our children are, you know, I don't, I don't hold any of them, um, you know, up to, to such a standard where I forget that they're human and they're going to make mistakes. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of one of those things where, you know, you get the phone call, even though we teach them better and we know they know better, you know, you get the phone call, well, you know, your son is video this and video that. It's like, oh, man. You know, knowing that we've taught him better, that he knows better, is still one of those, okay, all right, even though we've taught it and we know he's learned it, something has happened where he thought this is okay. So, you know, we have to go back and revisit that to make sure, all right, that we get, you know, we, we regroup and get back on that same page, you know. But if, if we get that phone call as an adult, you know, they say, well, he, he was out here videotaping. Look, man, that's, that is my son, but he is an adult and he is responsible for his actions. That's, you know, that's not, you know, his choices are not in totality a reflection on who I am or, or, or who we've raised him to be. That's his choice. So, so for me, um, I'm, I'm here. I can't hear you. I'm here accountability. I can't hear you, sorry. I said I'm hearing accountability. Holding 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 him accountable. So should we hold the people accountable who don't quote unquote know us anymore? Yeah, I mean yeah. I mean you hold them accountable. Yes and no. I guess it's one of those things where if it, if what they don't know about you doesn't matter to you, then no. I mean, if it doesn't matter, it just doesn't matter. But
But if it's important that they get to know you for who you are right now, then yes, you do hold them accountable. I guess it depends. That's one of those decisions that, you know, if you can live with with a certain distance, um, then no, it doesn't matter whether they know who you are now. Does it? Well, no, no, no. I, hey, I can live with a certain distance and a circle, certain distance of lack of knowledge. You know what I mean? You don't really need to know who I am. You just, you know, I'm only gonna come around temporarily anyway. I'm only visiting. If I'm if I'm living with you, you need to know who I am. But if I'm just visiting you, you know, you ain't got to go out your way to make nothing special for me. You ain't got to do nothing special for me, and I'm not going to put you out. I'm not going to inconvenience you. You know, I know you smoke, right. so we're going to go to the hotels. That's it. Yeah. And it's, and and it's not, like and it's not it's because not I'm too good to lay my head where I grew up. It's because I'm too good. And I'm adult enough to understand that I've been out of your house for a long time. And I understand that you like your privacy and you like things a certain way. And so do I. It's a mutual, in my mind, I would think it's a mutual respect. It's a mutual respect for your space, your privacy, and and the choices that you've been making since you've been here without me. Right, right, absolutely. Respect that privacy. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's yeah, because right if there. somebody comes, if somebody comes to your house that that I don't like, you know, I can't tell them to leave. But if I'm not there, then it doesn't matter, does it? Nope. Nope, I can't tell them to leave. But what I can do is excuse myself. Being that the gentleman yeah. that I am, I'll excuse myself. And bid y'all to have a nice day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, again, you know, it's it's, it's one of those... You know, you, you've seen me so long as a child, and I'm not that anymore. You've seen me so long as, as your daughter, and while I am your daughter, but I'm no longer your little girl. Right. You know, right. so while I do respect you, you know, as my parent, and I respect the role that you did have and still have in my life, you need to understand that I'm an adult and now the respect between you and I while still exists is there's another level added, there's another wrinkle added because where you could say things to me as a a child you know you're treading a mighty fine line to come at me that way right now as an adult woman You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Yeah, big time. Big time. Don't, 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 
don't disrespect because uh remember I'm I'm not that 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 a child, you know. Right. Right. I may be your I may be your son, I may be your daughter. But, you know, I am an adult. And if if all I've given you is respect and I'm giving you respect right now, then then don't don't try to come down on me as if you know, I'm I'm that little kid who gotta go pick a switch. Cause we 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 passed that. So it's kind of like, you know, tread lightly. When when you when you trying to lay that authoritative hammer down. Well, well, why you just can't respect, you know? Respect me, you know. Respect my difference. Respect my growth. Respect my maturation. You know, respect me. I can take it. Just, just a little, uh, you know, because maybe I, I am not. Uh, who you think I am? <laughs> Maybe I'm not. Right. I'm. I'm either a saint or a monster. But I, I, I definitely am who I am, or what I am. But see, and then too, yeah, it's I, I definitely am who I am. But then too, here, here's a whole other level. You know, they like for me, my mom can go from zero to one hundred in, in the New York minute. I mean, straight up. You know, she can go from from a smile to to you know taking off the earrings, ready to throw down. And you know, so it's kind of like, all right, you better hold on to that because I am my mother's child. So uh, I am a mom's you know, child. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like okay. Now I understand who you are, and you know. But I need you to also understand that I come from you. So if you can do this, you you need to know that I'm very well capable of the same thing. You know, so so before you go from zero to sixty, I'm gonna need you to go ahead and start pumping them brakes a little bit, slow yourself down, because you you're not gonna want me to go from zero to sixty-two. Yeah, I, I had somebody tell me one time. Uh, you know, talking about you know their their uh, their tool, and I say you know just as quick as it came at me, they didn't lose the blueprint after they made yours, and you could have swore that I said your mama breast stank. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was hot, heated, livid. Because I'm just reminding you that, you know, they ain't the only one that they made. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. pull up, pulls. Yeah, and that's something for people, to, but you know, it's something for people to remember, especially, you know, when, again, going back to, to the topic, you know, when you're trying to make me be 
who you want me to be or who you need me to be for whatever reason. But if you haven't taken the time to actually even know who I am, I, I suggest you put your brakes on that. Yeah. 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 It's like, yeah. what's that, uh, I don't even remember who said it, but don't let that gray hair fool you. Don't let it fool you. Or don't let that gray hair fool you now. So it's, it's kind of one of those, you know, yeah, you may see me in, you know, in the suit and heels a day, but I do have sneakers. Yeah, well, I tell you, don't, 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 don't let that suburban thing get you fooled, man. Right. <laughs> don't do it to yourself. Right, and then vice versa. Just because you know, just because I got my hoodie on and I, you know, I have my dress on, don't, don't think for a minute that I don't know my rights when it comes to right. dealing with officers or people in authority. Don't think for a minute that I don't have manners. You know, don't think for a minute that I'm a thief because I'm not. I dress this way because I choose to dress this way, not because it's all I can afford. You know what I'm saying? So it's, you know, let's stop putting people in a box. Let's stop making them be who we need them to be. Let's look in the mirror and figure out who the hell we are. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the only person we can change. Very true, and we don't. Once again, we only do this so that it makes sense to us how we identify somebody else for our comfort level, you know, to see what we have in common or not, you know, and it's more so to see, you know, to disqualify what we have in common, you know, that's what it seems like. Mhm. Mhm. Well, we are. Re- we know what the. We know what the problem is, and we even know how to how to resolve it. But I think that. It starts with it's it's just simply start with respect. Right, yeah. Uh say respect and self evaluation. You know, the next time and I think the challenge should be is, is like, okay, so the next time we run up on somebody or when we come across someone, a stranger, or it could be someone someone we know. Before we think to ourselves, hmm, I wonder if before that thought even crosses your mind, speak. Reach your hand out, shake your hand. Or, you know, how how are you today? You know. Yeah. Um, even something as simple as is when it when it comes to your 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 child, it's like what would you like to eat today? Just to see, you know what I'm saying? Like, or, yeah. you know, you have a conversation with your adult child. It's like, you know, 
how was your day today? What did you enjoy most about your day? Or, you know, what do you enjoy doing? What's a fun thing that you actually like to do? Just to kind of just just challenge yourself before you stereotype or put someone in a box or think that someone that, you know, that person should be whatever it is you think they should be before you even, you know, have any of those thoughts. Challenge yourself to speak up to them first because if you're speaking, then you're giving them the opportunity to speak back. And when they speak back, that's your learning moment. That's a great, that's a great, uh, that's a great start. And that's with all the way across the board. We got to definitely make it our business to step outside, step outside the box, get to know people, you know what I mean? Like, especially, like I said, especially the ones that don't look like you. Right, instead of trying to figure out mm-hmm. what's what 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 what's different about y'all, you know, look and see what what y'all have in common. What's the same? Yeah, same, right? Um, other than death and taxes, by the way. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a that's a real good one. Before before you try to figure out what's different. Why don't you, you know, stop it and acknowledge what's in common? Because um, I think the the one thing that, and I'm I'm sorry, I'm I'm looking at this the show and and this guy had love on the shirt, but and and it's good because it's like that's what love is. Love looks for similarities. Love appreciates similarities and also appreciates differences. You know what I'm saying? Love don't look to point out, you know, and if God is love, and and he made us in his image, you know, need I say more? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's what we need to do as a people. Understand and appreciate differences, but look for similarities, because that's how we're connected. You know, like I'll connect to people who who have who are mothers. You know, I'll connect to people, um, not only mothers, but I have an opportunity to connect to mothers who have our boys. You know, I have an opportunity to connect to the mothers who have toddlers in a house. You know, um, I have an opportunity to connect to to sisters because I'm a sister. You know, and so it. When you look for all the things that you have in common, you have more in common with, you know, than you'd even realize. Yeah. You know, if we look for for things that connect us, you know, you think about how, how many contacts you'd have in your phone if you looked for opportunities to connect with people. You'd, you'd probably have to get another phone. Yeah. Because when it boils down to it, you know, like, all of us, we were more similar than different if we just stop for a moment and take it in. That's true. That's true. Oh, that's so true. 
Mm-hmm. But to your point, we too busy trying to find find something that you can't be like me. You know what I mean? We gotta. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the issue. That's the issue right there. Yes, it is. Oh, we gotta figure out what we need to. Well, not really. What we need to do, we know what we need to do. It's just time to go do it. Yeah. It's time to go. It's time to go out here and and figure out what you got in common. Yeah, absolutely. Time to go out, make connections, figure out what you got in common. Stop putting other people in a box. Take yourself out of the box. Stop conforming to to what other people think we should be. You know, step into your truth. Live your truth. That's a big one right there. Stop conforming. Especially to what people, the negativity people have spoken over you. Don't make Mm -hmm. it yours. Yeah, there's a difference in being aware and conforming. You can be aware of what people have, have, you know, said. Yeah, you know, being aware, having, having, you know, awareness simply should should make you step your game up. You know, because I know you're looking at me now. I know I got eyes on me, so I know I gotta get out here and give it 120 percent. You know, forget the 100 percent that I've been given. Let me give 120 because now I know I got some eyes on me. So being aware should actually drive you to, you know, to do better, to be better, you know. But when you conform, that means you've accepted what they've spoken over your life. That means that you're okay with what they've spoken over your life. Yeah. Yeah, no, don't don't fall for it. Well, it's time to go to work. It's time to go to work. It's time to go out here so that we can we can impact and make a difference, man. Because yeah, it's time. It's time. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I think it gets me because just being able to speak, speak to speak life or death over somebody or into someone, you know, or giving, setting me up for failure because you're trying to get me to live up to who you want me to be versus mm-hmm. who I am, you know, mm-hmm. get to know me who I am instead of trying to change who I am, you know what I mean, or help me, mm-hmm. you know, uh, help me control the, you know, the urges of my monster. You dig what I mean? Mm-hmm. Instead of you know, trying, trying to ignore to it. Right. Mm-hmm. That's that's where I'm at. 
Yeah, I'm right there with you. And I mean, the crazy thing is, is I'm not trying to rush the process or anything, but it's it's kind of like, you know, every night, you know, we we say goodnight to our boys and stuff, and it's like, man, you know, I'm so lucky and so blessed to be able to have this now. And when I sit and think about when they'll be men, you know, it's like I just want to live the, to see the day where where we get all of you in a picture together, you know, as men, you know, with your wives and kids or whatever, you know, uh, dogs, but, you know, with your family to, you know, to see what see what you all become or maybe you know just to get a snapshot of you and your profession doing your thing being the best you whatever that may be right yeah well it's time yeah you know Time. It's time to, you know. Well, you know what I'm about to say. If your heart and mind clear, we can go in and go to work, man, because it's time. It is. My heart and mind is clear. Well, my heart and mind are clear. Uh, I'm going to put this out. Father God, we thank you for today. We thank you for our conversation. We thank you for uh, allowing us to recognize and respect that uh, there's quite a few that's different than us. But more than anything, there's you know double or ten times as many that's similar to us. But we all know that you created us all, each and every one of us. And that's including the ones with the good and the bad. You gave us freedom of choice and we choose to live and we choose to speak life. We choose to embrace. We choose to love. As we go forth, we ask that we be mindful of everyone that we encounter and give us the strength, the courage and choose our words so that we can find out our similarities versus our differences. Mm. We know only you can give us that strength, you give us that courage, but we know that you will do it. On on next series, next week, we'll have some testimonies. We know this. In Jesus' name, we pray and we love you. Amen. Amen. That's all I have. Uh, Thank you. I love you. And until next week. Until next week. I love you too. That concludes tonight's episode uh, from Mr. Quig and uh, Pastor Robinson and Dr. Williams. Absence. Family, all I can ask is that you respect the difference.
don't ignore, don't teach me how to ignore or suppress, but just accept all of me. Let me be who I am versus who you want me to be or even who you think I am. God be loved, and I think only God was able to do so. So it's not too much to just love me unconditionally. That's all I got. Love God. Love each other. Peace.